this is CarCast, where Scott drives in his car and talks to himself. Hey guys, um, I don't even know what episode this is, but it's been a little while, a couple days at least, since I've uh, made an episode, so I had some things bouncing around in my head that I wanted to talk about, and so... I'm just going to spew them out here and uh, we'll see where it lands. But um, yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about, I can't stop thinking about uh, last night. Um, well, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to the previous day, Monday. Um, I was, I've been thinking about getting my kids in wrestling and watching college wrestling. Uh, it's obviously wrestling season. It's early February, and I've been looking at, uh, you know, trying to find a program in anywhere in the area that uh, my kids could wrestle at, probably next year, starting next year, since it's already almost the end of this season. But I was looking it up online, couldn't find anything at all. I have no idea where they would go. So I. Um, I had seen a flyer for um, a, the wrestling team at the local college down the street. And I didn't even know they had a wrestling team um, until very recently. But um, so Lindsey Wilson College has a wrestling team, and I was intrigued by that. So I started looking that up, and very quickly I found that they were very successful. Um, They've only had a program for 10 years. The coach that is currently there is the coach that started the program. He has been um, getting better and better every year. He was the NAIA uh, Coach of the Year last year. Um, had a national champion. Um, they were the team. The team was runner-ups at NAIA uh, national tournament. Just uh, you know, a lot of success in ten years, and they're right down the street. And I had never even uh, you know gone and seen them. So I was immediately really intrigued, and and um, but I, I still couldn't find any record of a, of a youth team. So I found the contact information for the coach the head coach of the Lindsey Wilson wrestling team on their website. And I just emailed him and explained to him like, Hey, I'm a fan. I like what you've done. I uh, wrestled in high school. I, my kids wrestled in Ohio and we moved down here and I'm looking for a place for them to wrestle. And, and I just asked him if he had any ideas, any programs in the area. Um, or if he was at all interested in being involved in in any capacity, whether that just be, you know, advising me or someone else on how to start a program, I was just just reaching out to him for any kind of advice or or input or uh, information that he might have. And um, much to my pleasant surprise, like an hour later, I got an email back from him saying hey thanks for reaching out 
Um, I, you know, I'm very busy, obviously, as the head coach, and it's the last month of their season. But um, he said they're they're trying to get a program going. They had some wrestlers last year um, locally, and and um, they would love to have our kids there and and uh, talk to me about you know what they what they have to offer and so immediately I'm extremely excited um but I I told him I was coming to the wrestling match the very next day so last night was their wrestling match and um a duel and so I was going to go to that already anyway but he told me to um find him afterward and, and introduce myself and talk to him so I obviously did that um and when we talked last night after his match, he explained to me that they have some wrestlers locally that um, are pretty good. The middle school had a team uh, last year, uh, but the coach left after that one year, and so they don't have a, they didn't have a team this year. Um, but there is interest. There are people in the area that want to wrestle there's just they they are trying to get a program off the ground they're trying to get all the pieces in place um because there's not a lot of experience for coaches or organizers in the area um which is really important when you're trying to get but whether it be a middle school team or a or a, a high school or youth team you know, off the ground, you got to have people, you got to have coaches that know what they're coaching. You have to have, you know, administrators or organizers that understand how to organize the, the club, um, how to you know, keep track of finances and schedules and, um, you know, paperwork and all the administrative stuff. Like it's a huge task. And that's why I didn't just dive into creating one of my own because, I don't, I, that's daunting. I have no idea how I would be able to pull that off. Um, I just want my kids to wrestle. So, um, anyway, he, he said that they're trying to figure it all out, but you know, it's obviously a a big, um, you know, task and he obviously doesn't have time to, to do it all himself because he's busy coaching a successful college wrestling team so um he mentioned that I would be welcome to be in touch with him um and be as involved as I wanted to um if that was you know coaching if that was uh helping organize if that was um you know managing any of the pieces of the puzzle um i i was welcome to be a part of it as much in in, as big of a capacity as i wanted and immediately my my brain explodes you know i i i really 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 love wrestling and i really want my kids to be involved in it and and love it as well and i really enjoy um, you know, coaching, I really enjoy managing and, and uh, 
um, you know, administrating, but it's, it's just a lot of work and I don't have all the time in the world, obviously with the army and civilian job and, and family, but, um, this is, this is awesome. I, I really don't want to bite off more than I can chew. I told him straight up immediately that, you know, I'm in the army reserves. I'm out of town a lot. I can't, you know, be the guy, um, that is expected to be at every event, every practice, every match. Um, but I would be happy to do as much as I possibly could. Um, so I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm, he's obviously got a whole month left of wrestling, um, in this season, but I'm just looking forward to being in touch with him and, uh, and, seeing where it goes even if it takes a couple years to get off the ground uh to put all the pieces together i'm i'm fine with that um because my kids are really really young they got plenty of time but i just i think there's a lot of potential um we're talking about adair county russell county and maybe even casey county area all all the kids from all three of those counties that are halfway interested in wrestling could all converge in one in one spot into one club um, there at Lindsey Wilson. And they use Lindsey Wilson equipment. They use the Lindsey Wilson facilities. Um, you know, he, he has opened it up and, and, is, and is making his resources available to this club because it helps him ultimately. If there's, a, if there's a passion for wrestling in the area, it's going to help his program. Uh, with attendance at events, even, you know, feeding, um, him athletes potentially, um, whatever those things are, but he just, he wants to see it happen. He just can't do it himself. So, um, I, I really think there's a humongous amount of potential. There's a humongous amount of work involved, but if it can all get done, if there's enough people to help, um, and, and we and we don't try to, to rush it and make big mistakes I think if we if we move you know at a pace that's manageable um, I think I think something pretty cool stuff could happen we could have a pretty big club we could probably even grow to the point where they need to make one in a separate you know maybe Russell County ends up getting their own because um, the one in, in Adair County is so big the one at Lindsey Wilson is so big um, you can only be so big, right? You can't have 50 kids the same age and the same weight class. Um, but I don't know. I think this is a pretty cool opportunity, and um, I'm looking forward to being in touch with him and, and just talking about vision for the program, what we see happening, uh, what we believe can happen, the path to make it happen. Um but none of that can really take place until after, um, after his season's over. So we'll see where it goes. I'll keep you guys informed. Um, and yeah, wish us luck. I, I think there's some pretty cool stuff that we can do. And, um, I don't know, the sky's the limit when you start this early and, and, uh, and, and have these kinds of resources at, at your disposal. You can you can really make some big things happen. Those are the those are the hardest things to do is is find those resources of mats, facilities, space, time, 
um, to, to practice and, and to, to host meets and to make money. And uh, he's already he's providing all that. He's offering all of that to the club. Uh, we just got to bring the kids and, and organize the, um, you know, the structure of the organization itself and, and, and you know, facilitate the process. So anyway, um, yeah, keep us in your prayers and your thoughts. Wish us luck and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Well, um, I have some more room on an episode, I think. Um, so today is the eight-year anniversary. So it's been eight years today since I proposed to my wife, and we got engaged. So eight years. I don't know. In some ways, it seems like a really long time. I'm almost to 10. And in other ways, it doesn't seem like very long at all because it seems like just yesterday. Um, but a lot has happened. Um, you know, when we got married, obviously, maybe not obviously, but if it wasn't obvious, I'll let you know. We didn't have any kids. We um, didn't... I had just started my career, but she didn't have her career going yet. Um, making very little money and um, just hanging out with each other. It was a good time, but it didn't last very long because I found out I was getting deployed and we ended up getting pregnant and uh, things have changed very drastically since then. So, um, but this episode is not about the eight years since the engagement. I think I want to talk about the 24 hours leading up to the engagement. Um, maybe not 24 hours, probably more like, I don't know, 72, a couple days. But um, what happened was I, uh, I knew I wanted to marry Ashley. I knew I wanted to propose to her soon. Um, no reason to wait not one to play games you know I, I knew she was awesome and I knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her so I decided I was going to propose to her um, at the time we lived in Cincinnati um, but we didn't have a whole lot of family and friends in Cincinnati uh, we had uh, some of my family uh, being like um, my uncle Russ and, and uh, her cousin Lindsay um, but my brother Brad did not live in Cincinnati. Um, my best man and and uh, and his or her cousin, um, who were the same person, uh, they he he <laughs> he didn't uh, live in Cincinnati. So what what I was doing a couple days prior was making some phone calls, um, you know, asking people if they were available to come up one weekend in the near future and uh, go out to dinner, hang out for a little bit, maybe watch a movie, and then all be there when I proposed to her. Um, and people, not everybody could make it, but um, everybody wished they could or, or tried to, and um, we ended up having a, a pretty cool group. Um, so all I told, I was, I was, 
making phone calls and talking to people and letting Ashley know, hey, we're going to go out to dinner this weekend with these people. Um, you know, she was kind of curious as why people were coming in town from three hours away. Um, but I just told her that they were coming in town and we were going to go to dinner uh, with them when they got in town and, and maybe we could watch a movie. And so we ended up uh, getting together um, and we all met up. What happened? We we all met at, at, at dinner. We went to TGI Friday's. Um, in Kenwood and we, we went to dinner and um, it was cool just a regular old dinner nothing you know super special just me being nervous all the time I think I gave the ring box to my best man um, and, and, and yeah he he held on to it most of the night um, so that she didn't feel it when she was holding my hand or I didn't drop it or something stupid so um I, uh, he was carrying the box around for me all night and we went to dinner and then after dinner, we're all talking. So I had, I had already made a plan. I already told Jeremy what the plan was. And I told most people, I think, I think I made the plan pretty clear because what happened was Ashley and I went on, you know, some of our first dates down to the Newport area and to the Purple People Bridge and stuff like that, hanging out down there. And um, so my plan was to go down there, watch a movie at Newport. After the movie, it'd be late at night. We'd go walk on the Purple People Bridge, and I'd propose to her, like, in the middle of the bridge. Um, nothing spectacular, no special, you know, setup or anything. Just, just a ba- basic plan of where we're going to go, what we're going to do. And... He knew this plan. I think everybody knew this plan. But somehow, after dinner, we are... I'm acting like we don't have set plans because I don't want her to get suspicious about the fact that I have all these plans lined up. So we're we're outside talking, um, outside Fridays, talking about what we're going to do next. And Jeremy comes up with these silly ideas to like go down the street to the closest movie theater. I go walk around the mall down the street. And I'm like, dude, you know the plan. What are you doing? Like, no, I'm not proposing to her in the middle of freaking Kenwood Mall. It's not happening. Get your head out of your butt and let's go to Newport. Like, but I couldn't say that. So I'm sitting over here like freaking out because I'm worried that we're about to go to the Kenwood Mall. And I would be pretty upset. So I'm trying to nudge, no, come on, we go there all the time, let's go somewhere else, maybe let's go down to Newport, and some people are on my side, obviously, because they know what the plan is, but I'm just flabbergasted by the fact that Jeremy's even trying to say these words, like, I expected him to just be like, oh, dinner's over, alright, let's go to Newport, but he didn't, and, uh, so anyway, it was a, a very awkward and stressful and a little bit anxiety written about five minutes of my life where I'm like dude my entire proposal plan is about to get shot out the window because Jeremy wants to go to the Kenwood Mall for some reason I don't know what he was thinking but anyway ultimately we end up going downtown down to Newport Um, I had no idea what movie we wanted to watch there were no good movies out at all 
Um, but I needed an excuse to go down there and a, you know, a reason to be that far away and, and to, to do that. So we end up deciding to watch some weird 3D movie um, about spelunking, pretty much. Like, a 3D movie about these guys that, like, scuba dive into a cave or something. Um, I don't have any clue what it was called. don't have any clue what it was actually about. wasn't paying attention during the movie at all. I just vaguely remember that it was like a 3D movie about a cave. Um, but, you know, if you want to look up what movies came out in January, February of 2011, go for it. Let me know what that movie was called. That'd be cool. But all I know is we watched that movie. And afterward, we go strolling around the Newport levee. Um, as, you know, you always do if you go down there for anything. You just walk around um, through the stores and it's kind of like a little mall down there and we go over to the purple purple people bridge and um before we go out there i have to get the ring from jeremy so i think we go we're in the mall and i'm like jeremy i gotta go to the bathroom jeremy's like okay oh 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 okay and then goes to the bathroom (laughs) like i have to go to the bathroom i need to get the ring from his freaking pocket. I don't know what... I think Jamie might have been high that night. I'm not sure what was going on. But it was a good time. He gave me a little, I don't know, high five, handshake, rock, paper, scissors, something. I'm not sure what we did. But um, gave me the ring and said, you know, let's go make this happen. So I put it in my pocket. Um, and we took off outside toward the levee, toward the bridge, I mean. Um, walked around, making jokes. I was super nervous. But I don't think she had any idea what was going on. Um, and we end up getting out in the middle of the bridge, and uh, we just stop. Like, we're just walking down the bridge, and and everybody's getting excited. Everybody's pulling their phones out, and everybody's, you know, ready for this to happen, expecting it, because they all know it's going to happen. And uh, Ashley's oblivious, and we, like, just stop randomly in the middle of the bridge, and nobody's like doing anything we're not progressing anywhere and Ashley just stands there and pulls her cell phone out and starts looking at Facebook or something probably and so I'm like wait alright we're going to do this right now so okay hey Ashley you got to put your phone away she's like why I was in my phone I'm like no no you got to put your phone away and so then I get on my knee and I propose to her and Um, she's obviously very emotional there's a video of it just posted on Facebook but it's pretty cool to have a video of it it's really dark and and grainy but you know that was a long time ago not very good phones back then but um, it is what it is it's a a video of of our my proposal uh, you know the beginning of our engagement and um, you know the rest is history we we uh were engaged. I remember some people screaming from, I have no idea where they were on the bridge, across the bridge, in the water. I have no idea where they were, but they saw us, um, saw me propose, and they, they screamed, congratulating us. Um, but it was just a, a pretty cool night. A lot of people there that um, I'm glad were there to support me and to you know share the experience and um, take pictures and, and videos and we ended up using the video and some pictures from that 
that night and that, you know, the actual proposal in our uh, wedding slideshow. Um, and uh, still cool to have. And it's on YouTube, so it's hopefully never going to go away. It might not be mon- it might be demonetized. It probably is, obviously. Uh, I don't think anybody's monetizing anything like that. But um, it's, it, it should be there for a while. So pretty cool stuff. Um, and that's uh, that's the story of our engagement. So in case anybody didn't know and cared enough to listen, that's uh, that's what how that how that night went. Uh, that's how me and Ashley got engaged. We ended up getting married. We were we were only dating for like three months before we got engaged, um, which you'll you'll hear in a previous episode. Um, but um, engaged for six months and got married in July of 2011. So um, I I was looking back at my my Facebook to find the video to share it and. Um, I I noticed that like literally two days or three days after the engagement, I posted a picture online of on Facebook of our wedding party in their outfits. Like Ashley and I had already picked out the dresses and the tuxedos, the color scheme, and the people to be in the wedding within like literally three days. Um, so all this fretting that people do over who's going to be in the wedding and what are they going to wear just just do it man just do it compromise with each other it doesn't matter what the colors are it doesn't matter all that matters is who the people are and why they're there and if they're if they're willing to be there to support you and um you know these people all were happy to do so um uh, very quickly and um i i posted a picture online within days of who it was going to be and what they were going to be wearing and uh, they were all happy and they were cool and I think it looked really good and, and it was a joke of a picture it was a fake you know it was just the same little promotional picture of the dress that Ashley wanted them to wear uh, like four or five times and the same picture of the tuxedo four or five times and then I just cropped pictures of these people's faces off of pictures I found on Facebook and uh, you know put them on top of their bodies on top of the, the dress or the tuxedo body in like whatever paint probably and uh and threw it up there just because it was kind of funny but it was relevant and uh it was cool to be able to say look this is what my wedding's gonna look like get excited now because it's gonna come soon so anyway all that happened really really quickly but uh it was awesome it all worked out and wouldn't have it any other way so hope you enjoyed the story uh, a little insight and um I'll talk to you guys another day when I got something else to talk about. Peace.